hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. It is six o'clock this Monday Eve uh, here at KSKQ. And you know what that means. It's time for Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is a group of friends, a trio, a three musketeer. A triunion. Situation of people. <laughs> I, I don't think you would have thought we were anything other than people anyway we're friends and we like to tell stories and play songs based on a weekly theme so that's what we're doing for the next hour okay so the theme this week is sick day and that was actually the idea of our eight-year-old sons weston he's been on the show before and he suggested sick days and why are sick days so significant? Why is this a subject that can be talked about for 55 minutes, Emily? Well, I think we all have our own sick day rituals. And with the pandemic, the implications of what a sick day is has really changed. So we have outsourced to some friends and family and the world at large and um, also ourselves to talk about what sick days mean to us. Yes, and here at Dream Infringement, it is more than just telling stories, more than just hearing interviews. It also has music, which means we have picked several songs that make up this week's themes playlist. Uh, many of the songs are songs that you'll recognize, some maybe you, you won't, and will love after hearing the show. We're very excited. And I don't know, maybe maybe you won't like some of them. We make no promises. But that's a big part of our show is the music. So without further ado, here is our first story for Sick Day. So I posted on Reddit and I asked, what was your childhood go-to to feel better on sick days? Do you still do it as an adult? We have some answers. One is low-sodium saltines, boiled potatoes, bananas that are still a little green, and ginger ale. It's still what I take whenever I'm hungover. I said, ginger ale just hits on a psychological level when you're sick. Someone else replied, lemon-lime Gatorade. And I said, harness the power of electrolytes. Another person says, calling my mom. I said, ah, good moms make everything better. Another, a movie and a nap. And I said, also a favorite of mine. I just want to zone out. Then we have playing video games. Yes, I still do that on sick days to distract me from how sick I am. And I said, I'm sure it can be counted as medicinal. Then we have Sprite crackers, and Maury Povich. And I said, talk shows in the middle of the day. It's like a whole other world. Then we have chicken noodle soup, 7-Up, and I'd plop myself down on the couch with a blanket. And you're right, I still do it even as a 35-year-old man. Only difference now is that my f special friend helps me when I'm not feeling well. And we'll leave that up to the listeners 
discretion of what they think he's referring to. I don't remember a lot about my sick days as a kid because when I got sick, I was really sick. And so there was just a lot of kind of fever dreams happening. But I do remember a lot about the not sick sick days. Every once in a while, just when you would never expect it, it would happen. My mom would very subtly make me late. Breakfast was late. Lunch preparation was late. Or she woke me up late. Everything that could go wrong just would go wrong. And she'd sigh and say, she guessed she'd have to drive me to school since I missed the bus. And we'd get to the main street and she'd turn the opposite direction. And I would look at her startled and be like, but school is that way. And she'd make a joke about a sick, sick of school day. And we'd go to the nearest city about an hour away and go clothes shopping and get grocery items that we couldn't get where we lived. And we spent the whole day doing fun mother-daughter things. We ate at our favorite restaurant. And when we got home, my mom would write a letter to my teacher that said, please excuse Jennifer's absence yesterday. <laughs> she was suffering from general malaise. <laughs> the teacher never questioned that. They never said, oh, so the flu, or they would just be like, oh, general malaise, of course. Uh, so those are some very fond memories for me. Anyhow, the song I'm going to play is one I played a few episodes ago, but this is Fountains of Wayne with Sick Day. She's alone in the world, and she likes to say, hey, good looking. She's on the way, she's taking a sick day. When I would stay home because I was sick, um, first of all, I didn't like missing school, so I had to really be sick to stay home. And so my mom always believed me when I said I was sick. And so the routine when anybody was sick in our home is we knew we were going to get a bowl of Campbell chicken noodle soup and 7-Up. We could drink 7-Up all day with ice. Um, we got Vicks rubbed on the bottom of our feet, on our back and our chest, and we had to wear a double shirt. And, um, you know, and, and we would get to sit in the living room with a pillow and a blanket, at least I did. And I would catch up on my mom's soap operas because she loved to watch soap operas. They were popular at that time. And I would just cuddle on the couch and catch up on all of my mom's soap operas and see what was going on with them and follow them with her. And I really did sleep. If I was sick, I did stay in my room and slept or read a book. But I looked forward to having my Campbell soup, chicken noodle soup with crackers and 7-Up. And I would eat that all day. And at the end of the day, my mom would, if I was feeling good enough, she would make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So the up, the plus side of that was that I was home alone. We had six kids in our home. So to be home with just me and my mom and the house quiet and no one else there, that was a real treat. And that's what I look forward to. Being sick is such a personal thing, isn't it? 
Like when you're not feeling well and you call in to work and you talk to your boss or your manager, whoever it is that you have to talk to to tell that you're not feeling well and you have to stay home from work, uh, the information lies solely with you about what's going on with you. So what you express to your boss or the powers that be, the authority in your life, what you express about you not feeling well, that's your personal business. But since since the beginning of the pandemic, suddenly sickness is a public thing. It's something that's shared. It's uh, information that can be passed around that people can know about and being sick is not just this this um one-sided experience it's suddenly an experience that's shared by your community and i say this because i have called in sick i've called in sick many times in my life calling in sick is like an art to me and there were times where i called in sick and i wasn't exactly 100 percent not feeling well i just needed a break I needed to put space between me and the place that I call work. And we all need that sometimes, but it feels like those days are getting further and further away from us. The days where you can call in and say that there's something wrong with your stomach or you have a fever or cold or, or you're just not 100% and you need to stay home because suddenly there are questions and there is information that is needed like confirmation that you aren't coming down with the world's deadliest disease that we've all been in fear of over the last two years and i mourn those days because they seemed so perfectly innocent I miss the days where you can call in sick and no questions asked. You say that you're not feeling well and you can just stay home and you can play video games or watch cartoons or maybe even buy a ticket to a movie, go to the theater by yourself. Those days are precious and maybe we'll get that back again. But in the meantime, I reminisce over the days where you can call in sick, no strings attached. Here's Phoebe Bridgers with Motion Sickness. A lot of workplaces in America had and still do have a very toxic culture when it comes to sick days. They don't want you to take them. COVID changed that somewhat because it turned it into a life or death matter. It was terrifying for workers who couldn't work remotely. You never knew if any day at the job you'd end up with it. And the emotional stress of that was horrendous on top of enforcing rules by the state or store and getting verbally assaulted and yelled at, people becoming more impatient and less workers. Everywhere was short-staffed. Suddenly, illness was taken more seriously by some and only a specific kind of illness. And some people are severely immunocompromised but still had to put in the long work hours because 
otherwise they couldn't survive. And they face the loss of insurance, which for someone with chronic health issues is catastrophic. Such was the case with my friend Rick. I didn't know how to tell the story right. So I will let him tell it through his social media posts. I used several text readers to read it out. Rick was just one of so many casualties of the pandemic. I'm putting it out into the airwaves so he has a chance to be a voice and not just a statistic. And this is the story of someone who didn't take a sick day when maybe they should have. And maybe I wouldn't be telling this story today if they had. July 21st, 2021. I can't reach the remote. Sick boy here. Sick boy here. Jewel Kitty hasn't left me alone all last night and today. She hasn't been this cuddly with me for a long time. Am I dying? LOL. Did you pick up the flu or get COVID breakthrough? Hoping it's just a 24-hour flu. One of the girls at work had similar symptoms and was back the next day. I am, however, wearing a mask in the house around my parents. 100.2 fever yay. COVID. Hope not. Praying it's just the regular flu. Yeah, you don't want COVID. It almost killed me. I supposedly already had a mild case. Two doctors said I had it, but the test came back negative, so I didn't get paid like I should have for the mandatory isolation. You are an at-risk patient Rick. If you still have a fever in the morning, go to urgent care. 100.2 degrees fever, heck a cough, but I am supposed to heal miraculously because it's hard to find someone to cover my shift. Yeah, I'll get right on that. My poor moose, I'm so sorry. They can get over themselves and someone can work a double you are not okay right now and need rest. Sick boy here. It's not like I am negotiating. I am a grown man, and know when I'll be more of a hindrance than a help. July 24th, 2021. Just coughed hard enough to enable Alexa on my tablet. And, the fever shoots back up to 102 degrees. Quarantine in my room again. God I hate this. Please see your doc. Your immune system isn't at its best. I know I'm a nag. We just worry about our friends you know? July 26th, 2021. Okay, so apparently I have COVID. Dang. Did you get shot? Nope, can't. I have a compromised immune system. Oh no. What are your options? I think he should go to the hospital. You and dad should probably get tested too. July 27th. 2021 having problems with the isolation laid around too long and now I have bed sores my lungs hurt my knees hurt and my back hurts I hope you get to the hospital soon sounds like dehydration but I don't have the money to go to the hospital the hospital has to treat you whether you have money or insurance or not I've always said that I don't want to lose any of my friends to this stupid pandemic and you certainly can't be the first. Okay, people. I went to the hospital. I have COVID and massive dehydration only slightly complicated by the leukemia. Any and all prayers are appreciated. I'm so glad you got tested. Praying right now. 
I'm glad you went in, and so sorry that you are dealing with COVID and leukemia, you are having a very rough year. It means a lot to me that you care. July 30th, 2021. Not sure if I can deal with this for three to four more days. Why three to four more days? Do the symptoms go away then? Should you call your doctor? August 7th, 2021. Any updates on Rick? Yesterday they had to up the settings on his ventilator, from 8 to 10, and they said he wasn't doing well. My parents are doing okay so far. They have tested positive, but no symptoms. Just heard from my mom, she said the hospital said that Rick is doing a little better today. Today they lowered Rick's ventilator settings down to 40%, which is good. He's had a fever off and on, but today it's low grade. And even though he's been sedated since day one, today the nurse asked him if he could squeeze her hand, and he did. Unfortunately, Rick passed away on Monday, August 16, 2021, at about 5 a.m. Pacific Time. When I was a kid, I really enjoyed my sick days home from school. And like Bobby's mom, Carmen, um, said earlier, she she felt anxious being away from school. And I, I also felt anxious being away from school. I felt particularly anxious coming back to school, knowing I had like missed things and knowing that um, social ties had been made without me there and sometimes there were inside jokes that I wasn't a part of but I'm not going to talk about that I'm going to talk about the in-between time being home and being sick and it was lovely there were no rules about like not watching tv or I don't know like I heard some kids they would have to stay in bed all day and I my parents never made me do that um I one sick day in particular I remember my mom taking me to Blockbuster and we checked out all of the um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series. (laughs) I think they came out on PBS and boy, that was really exciting. And looking back, I realized that um, I had anxiety from a very young age. And so some of my sick days were not physically being ill, but like mentally (laughs) being ill in that I just could not go to school. I was so anxious. Um, And then sometimes I would be physically ill. And then the idea of going back to school, like in the middle of the week made me so mentally and nervous and anxious and feel like sick inside that I was like it would be better if I just went back on a Monday and so I would like be like prolong you know the idea of my physical ailments to my parents so that I could stay home for the whole week and then go back to school on Monday (laughs) because to me it was like you know like a restart right Monday's like the restart button. And as an adult, it's not as fun having a sick day because I'm usually 
the last one in my family to get sick. I, I'm an adult now. I have children. Uh, the world does not stop when I get sick. Things still need to be done. Children still need to go to school. Well, we homeschool, but they still need <laughs> things to do. And, um, you know, they need meals and all of those things. So it's it's not quite as much fun. But my go-to as an adult is to push aside any of the mom guilt that I may have by not being uh, on top of my game. And I will try to find a movie for the boys. And I turn all the lights off and I make them a big bowl of popcorn. And I say, mommy is sick and she needs to lay down on the couch now. And I lay down on the couch while the boys watch a movie and I get like terrible in and out like of consciousness <laughs> sleep because you can't really relax. I mean, you just can't as a parent uh, when you're sick, you can't take a nap when you have little kids. But I close my eyes and, and um, yeah, just do the best I can. So, the song I chose is by the Postal Service. It's called Sleeping In. A site named Career Builder asked hiring and human resource managers some of the most absurd excuses that they've heard. And so these are some real life sick day excuses received from employees. The ozone in the air flattened his tires. Maybe it was an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe it was an atmospheric pressure. Her pressure cooker had exploded and scared her sister, so she had to stay home. I, that would be very scary. I'm always terrified using pressure cookers, so I don't, don't do that because I'm afraid they'll explode and scare me and then I'll have to stay home. He had attended the funeral of his wife's cousin's pet because he was an uncle and pallbearer. Wait, so <laughs> your wife's, how are you the uncle of your wife's cousin? You would be the uncle of your wife's nephew or niece, but not their cousin? I don't understand that. I mean, I can understand being a pet pallbearer, but the family tree I'm a little confused by. She was blocked in by police raiding her home. Well, I mean, it's nice that she remembered to call. I've been late to work because I had to call the police because someone was screaming that they'd been murdered. Um, they hadn't. It was some sort of altercation, and the police told me to please stay in my house and not leave until they gave me the okay to do so. So I feel like it's valid to call in late for something like that. Her roots were showing, and she had to keep her hair appointment because she looked like a mess. Yeah, depending on what job you have, that could be valid, and I feel like maybe it makes you sick on an emotional level if you're like, I look like a mess. I'm just, my sparkle, my joie de vivre is gone. They ate cat food instead of tuna and were deathly ill. I think you could make that mistake. I don't know if it would make you ill. Maybe on a psychological level because you had just eaten cat food. She admitted she wasn't sick, but her llama was. I don't know. Like, do you have to? Yeah, I don't know anything about llama care. 
can't comment. She used a hair remover under her arms and had chemical burns as a result. She couldn't put her arms down by her sides. Well, ouch. I totally believe that that could happen. Most of us don't have jobs where we have to keep our arms elevated for the whole time. He was bowling the game of his life and couldn't make it to work. I mean, it was the game of his life. The game of his life. They were bitten by a duck. Oh, I, I feel like that would also, you'd have a little like PTSD or post-traumatic BBD, bitten by a duck syndrome maybe. <laughs> it's valid. <laughs> More than one in five, which is 22% of employers, say they fired an employee for calling in sick with a fake excuse. But how do they know? It said more than a third, 34%, have caught an employee lying about being sick by checking on social media. You know what? If you are making those kind of mistakes, you deserve to be caught. 33 have checked in on an employee in one way or another. Most asked for a doctor's note. Um, some have actually checked in with a phone call. Hello, are you really sick? And even 18% <laughs> drove past the employee's house to see if they're having a party in the backyard, see if their car is there. I don't know. Tell me you micromanage your employees without telling me you micromanage your employees. This is a song I used to listen to back in the day. This is Caroline's Spine with Work Song. Early rise by genetic, take the stairs cause I'm athletic. Always at the office before anyone else. I take my faxes to be copied, grab a donut, grab some coffee, picture my diploma sitting on my shelf. I would say the best thing about being sick as a kid, as a child, was getting to stay home from school. That was the best part of it. And being the only kid home because you were sick and because you got to take off school when all of your other four siblings had to go to school. So being home, not being in school, and being alone at home was, is my, was my favorite part of being sick as a child. Okay, now at 34, when I get sick, I will sleep through the nights with a cough drop in my mouth. I swear that works. That helps my throat. And I do deep breathing exercises if I have a sore throat or a cough. And that really helps. I, and then the cough won't continue. It'll go away in like a day. I swear by it. So deep breathing exercises gotta have some kind of a sleeping aid at night to get a full night's sleep let my body rest and soups during the day um ice cream during the day treating myself to those little pleasures because my body is failing me those the that's what i do to to help myself now Yes, uh, I was reminiscing about my sick days when I was a kid and my thoughts on it. And all I remember was, I remember it like yesterday, that I couldn't pretend to be sick. 
I had to really be sick. I couldn't play the part. So when I was really sick, it felt like a special time because even though I didn't feel good, in my mind, I knew that there was nothing expected of me. All the other days since I was a little boy, there were things expected of me. There was expectations, chores, uh, work that was expected from me. But during this time, there wasn't. And there was something that kicked in with your, your grandpa that he really went the extra mile for me. He would make me a hottie toddy with tequila. He would wrap a sock around my head with potatoes. And that was the, the few times that I could drink all the 7-Up I wanted. And it was just such a beautiful time because I thought no one expects anything of me during this time. And it was like a free pass. And he would put three blankets over me and he would uh, want me to sweat it out. But I just never felt uh, more of a special time than when I was homesick and I had an official pass, a free pass. Moon belongs everyone. The best things in life, they are free. Stars belong to everyone. They glitter there for you and me. Flowers and spring. Hey there, Emily here, and I am sitting down with my youngest son, Indigo, who we also call Indy, right? Yeah, Indy. So how old are you, Indy? I'm four years old. Four years old. And what are you, you're almost a different age. What are you going to turn? Into five years old. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. Bingo! So, Indigo. Can you remember a time when you were sick with a sore throat or a stuffy nose or something like that? Like a stuffy nose. A stuffy nose, yeah. And how do you, how does it make you feel when you're sick? Huh, like when I play the Switch too much. <laughs> if you play video games too much, it makes you feel sick. Yeah. And so sometimes people like to eat certain things on their sick day, like yeah. chicken noodle soup or, or orange juice oh, or what? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you like to eat on your well, sick day? I like to eat french fries. Oh, you like to eat french fries when you're sick? Yeah. Are there any shows that you like to watch when you're feeling sick? Like... I like to watch Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Um, Thomas the and Train. And even ask my parents to watch it. Yep, you ask us to watch it. What do you think is a nice... And this, and this is so comfy. Oh, yeah, he's got a little onesie, on. little onesie, a comfy onesie on. <laughs> and so, what would you do for someone who was sick? Like, like, like... Make them chicken soup and, and a flower. Oh, that sounds so nice. I bet that would make them feel a hundred times better. Yeah. Yeah. Make them so happy and more better. Totally. Well, thanks, Indy. This has been really fun. Now I am sitting down with my oldest son, Weston. Weston, how old are you? I am eight years old, almost nine. Mom's really freaked out by that. <laughs> well, you know, as Smash Mouth says, the years start coming and they 
simply do not stop coming. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, anyway, our theme this week is all about sick, sick days. days. So, what what do you like to do on your sick days, Weston? Well, I was just gonna say there comes a time in a young man's life when he is sick. So yeah, these are the things I like to do on my sick day. I like to eat tapioca and watch YouTube videos of people trying to do game walkthroughs but failing every single time. And what does your Grammy do on your sick days? So I remember when I was a kid and I was really sick and I was on my sleeping bag and she brought me tapioca and juice and a board game and some other things. And it was really nice. Yeah, it was a really sweet, really sweet thing that she did and then... Oftentimes when she hears that the boys are sick, she brings them that little care package. She'll bring some tapioca, some tangerine juice. Sometimes she makes soup. It's like kind of like a nice like broccoli, like cauliflower type thing. Yeah. And so you said you like to watch YouTube videos of people playing video games. But is there anything else you like to watch? Like a movie? Um... <laughs> um no actually i'm sorry people if you there's no movies you like that are like a comfort movie uh, or a comfort show when you're sick no no and i don't like to yeah okay it's that's like fine whole, it's like a i watch movies when i feel good about myself oh, I, I don't okay. watch movies when i don't feel good about myself interesting interesting and so i asked indy this question i'm gonna ask you too what would you do for someone who is feeling sick um, I would do the same thing that my grandma does, you know, maybe bring them a nice present, bring them some flowers, like I heard Indy say, now he's playing Super Mario games, and yeah, you know, maybe bake some cookies for them, or a pie, or mm-hmm. um, bring them like a popsicle or something, or like a little little treat or gift bag of cookies or something yeah you know that's really very thoughtful and i bet you would make that person feel much better and also very cared for yes i i do it's my job (laughs) if you're in your lazy chair and you're listening to this radio show or if you're in your smelly van and you're listening to this radio show (laughs) then let's put a pin in let's put a pin in all your sadness then (laughs) I don't I don't really even know what I'm saying. Okay. Well, thank you, Weston. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about your sick days and how you would help other people feel good. Yep. All right. That's it from us. Mm-hmm. Weston and Indy have chosen the song Independent Together from the show Steven Universe. So that is what we are playing you out with. We hope you have a wonderful week. Stick around for Sophia Blanton's show world music and more kskq goodness to come after that have a good week everyone we'll see you next monday bye what do you want to do you're the master of you and isn't the thought enough to lift you off of the ground